We're the K-Pop Cast, and I am your K-Pop DJ, Peter Lowe, and this episode, I am joined by my old stand boy, it's your K-Pop B-Boy, Supermatic. What's going on, Supermatic? What's up, what's up, Peter? It's good to be back after a long while. Don't call it a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we are also joined by our BTS behind the scenes crew member, Ramen. How you doing today, Ramen? Doing great. Thanks, guys, for having me on set. And today, we're taking a look at Card, and it's their song, You in me <laughs> but, subtle, but, subtle yeah we'll, yeah we'll dive into that but before we get into that review let's do hit replay, 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 replay. hit replays are songs that we recommend you play on repeat or replay through the week so what's making you hit replay behind the scenes member ramen or aka bts member ramen <laughs> Yeah, so it's definitely BTS, Mic Drop by Steve Aoki, the remix version. For me, this is my hit replay compared to the original version with all the hip hop and the different instrumentals with the rap. I find that this remix is a great combination open to different listeners, the EDM fans, as well as a little bit of trap beats. And yeah, it's definitely showing BTS in a different light, also with their newfound popularity in the U.S. Steve, as they call him, did a really good job on the <laughs> instrumental. I was caught off guard on first listen by the English chorus and then RM's killer rap verse, but hey, it was really dope. And I like that they kind of went with the English direction because it helps them with a more international appeal, which makes sense. They're capitalizing on their newfound uh, wave of just taking over. Although I was surprised there wasn't any cake, you know, no cake throwing in it. Uh, maybe but- at a live version <laughs> one day. <laughs> Raman, I'm glad you picked it because it's such a banger clanger dope ratchet electronic beat from bts yes it's right in your wheelhouse peter (laughs) (laughs) matt what makes you hit replay this week ah yes thank you for asking my hit replay this week is actually from a group that i feel like always flies under the radar i don't know if it's just because they always come back in a month full of comebacks but Mm. this week i'm repping the boys of pentagon with runaway i feel like this one is a really dope beat it's got a nice blend of like a subtle first verse but then it builds up, and when you get into that drop, that drop is just crazy. I mean, I checked out the dance practice as well, and then just listening to the audio, vocals on point, choreo on point, and that hook and refrain where they just keep saying, run away, right into the fire. Catchy as all hell. Definitely been bopping. Well, actually, I've been bopping this and a lot of pretty much almost all of November's comebacks, so yeah. it was really hard to pick one yeah. for this week. You know it's lit because there's a flaming tire. Yeah, just going in the middle of the screen. Yeah. Run away. Run away. My Run away. Run away. My Run away. But speaking of like just crazy November comebacks, uh 
Pilo, what's your hit replay this week, bro? It's this song, Shall We Dance? Or Shall We Dance by Block B. I love this song. Like, when this song comes on, you can't not dance like it, Dude, it compels it. you to dance and that's like mm-hmm. i was so challenged picking my favorite like hit replays of this really this month but it's that danceability that makes me keep playing this song on replay it totally reminds me of like late 2000s french disco house you know <laughs> music but it's got that swagger feel and maybe they're appropriating sure but if you can divorce that appropriation this song is so dope <laughs> If you listen to the beat, you know, the hook of the song, it's technically not a salsa, but every time that hook and that chorus comes in, I always break out into a salsa. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, uh, if you look at their dance, uh, some of the point dance does have a little bit of a salsa step. It does. It definitely has that inspiration yeah. with their arms and their step. So, uh, yeah, maybe that maybe that's why I feel like doing a salsa every time. All right, so those are our hit replays for this week, but let's dive into our Daybok or Not review of Cards, You and Me. Okay, guys, cards, you and me. Is this song Daybok or not? Let's, I guess, first start with the message or the meaning behind the song. Uh, Raman, I know you had some thoughts on this. Yeah, so when I first watched the video, kind of confused about the name You and Me, or You and Me, as the um, song can also be interpreted with. Um, I found a lot of symbolism. Uh, you see Joseph and Big Matthew end up kind of like dead <laughs> later in the video, like really grayed out and like kind of like turning into zombies. Yeah. Um, so a lot of symbolism was just like, I feel when we go through previous relationships or exes, that relationships that are really kind of tolling on us emotionally, we find, our, we find them kind of in ourselves. I guess that goes back to you being them in me being them and us um or the vice versa you and me them and us so that's a bit of symbolism i found um just from watching the video in the beginning and just seeing how it later on plays out from them being alive to them being dead and kind of just going through that whole relationship of losing your previous partner yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. um further going along with that like to support your point ramen uh i was curious about the name of the motel the first time i watched it which is a pickle and then so yeah. i did some research on it and that's apparently a spanish word for either addiction or attachment and when i saw that i was like huh that <laughs> really fits with the overall symbolism of what they're conveying here how these girls can't let go of their lover despite the fact that they're dead yeah if you actually like kind of see in the video it seems that um 
So Min kind of looks like she's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. I we I th- I think there's there's pretty much universal consensus and the meaning behind mm-hmm. this music video. It's not as abstract or difficult to decipher mm-hmm. as maybe some other BTS songs, but uh, <laughs> they mean it fairly clear, right? Like when so, yeah. Peter. Yeah. very yeah, very sure, very true, uh, very true. What what uh, K-pop cast listener Jenny or Queen Seri Yi, who if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, she tweeted at us saying like. Yo, the first thing that stood out to me is that this is the same setting as BTS's Spring Day. <laughs> you know, the same motel, right? And in that motel, yeah. remember how they had the words Omelas at the top? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Except this time they changed it to uh, Epejo or whatever. <laughs> and so... Yeah, actually, you're right. So they... I mean, like, that's an obvious clue, right? It's like... That was put there very deliberately. <laughs> like, if we're going to change out the words, it's got to be very symbolic. And what does it mean? So, yeah, I think you're you're right on there, Matt. Um, Good observation. Robin, what you were saying about going crazy, I thought we saw two forms of that relationship having a toll, right? Mm-hmm. On someone. Or on the ex, right? On the ex yes. in the relationship. In one motel room, you see Jiwoo and uh, Jaseph, and they are very distant, right? At least in mm-hmm. terms of how they see yeah. each other. And I think uh, Jiwoo is the one between the two of them. She is that ex that is feeling that isolation or that separation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Meanwhile, yeah. if you go one motel room over, you can see denial shown in Somin, who is going crazy. She's like, I don't want to acknowledge that BM is no longer in this with me. BM seems to be, you know, scaring off. He seems to be not into her, but she's very into him. And we see that mm-hmm. insanity take place. So we mm-hmm. see Soman and Jiwoo manifest that conflict in different ways. When Jaseph becomes that dead body, Jiwoo mm-hmm. becomes possessive of him. Like she knows, she knows what the reality is. This is like a, a carcass, right? But he's mine now. Yeah. Because before I was isolated and separated, yeah. but now he's mine. In the other room where the problem was denial, not accepting that the relationship was already over, Soman goes into madness. <laughs> right? <laughs> so like you yeah. can't accept this is real anymore. And then you're like, you know what? This is crazy. I'm just going to, you know, this is my reality. And she starts, I guess, shaving him. And taking care of him, even though he is dead, and she is happy about it, but in a very mentally unstable state. Yeah. So I thought that was, I don't know, a very cool way to show those two ways of going crazy or uh, dealing with isolation, separation, or denial of an ending relationship. Yeah, I totally agree. Because if you kind of see how Jiwoo uh, holds uh, Jaseph to him, whereas. Um, so men kind of just like laughs away and kind of like gets up from the bed and kind of goes around and spins around a little bit and it's a bit different the reactions yeah yeah and i could be overreading into it but i mean that was the mm-hmm. sort of message i took from it i thought it was a good way to show it you know and it was obvious like, yeah I, like to me i don't i don't think very. i don't think they were trying to be cryptic i think they were trying to be very deliberate and make it easy to mm-hmm. understand that that's what they're trying to show mm-hmm. yeah but definitely uh, agree with that like on that train of thought and uh, to add to it it was interesting to watch the different dynamics in the couple's interactions because on one side with bm and soman 
every time someone like cuddles up to him and stuff he's kind of like has this look it's like oh yeah you're here but i kind of don't really want you here right whereas with jiwoo and mm. jsev on the other side it's like if you really pay close attention to jsev throughout that first half of the video he just seems like he almost doesn't even acknowledge jiwoo's existence mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he's just like always looking far off in the distance he's got glossy eyed like gazing off in the distance looks and then there's even a point right before the twist reveal that he's dead where they're at the mirror and then his head just suddenly like abruptly tilts down and he's looking off like a lifeless machine as if the life literally just left his body that's right mm. yeah one thing i that just occurred to me now and i think this is really interesting do you remember matt when we reviewed don't recall Mm-hmm. It was about this guy telling this girl, like, hey, baby, like, come back together with me, right? And she's like, don't recall this. You know, don't recall your invention. Yes. And that was kind of from the perspective of the guy, like, come on, come on, get back with me. Mm-hmm. Now it's the other way around, where it's like, yeah, the yeah, girl yeah. is like, I can't get over this. You know, I'm feeling isolated or separated, or I'm in denial that our relationship mm-hmm. is coming to an end. And the guys mm-hmm. are the ones really without a voice. They yeah, feel that's everything. True. I think Jiwoo cares more because she feeds him food. She feeds Jesus <laughs> food. Whereas, whereas, uh, whereas Soma is just like, I'm just going to shave him in the bathtub. He doesn't need to be fed. He's dead anyways. But no, I yeah, I totally like that observation of um, don't recall because it's, it's more of the guys getting back at the girl where the girl now it switched. Girl get, is trying to get the guy back guy's gone yeah so in terms of like the concept and the visuals i'm just not going to get over the bts similarities <laughs> very different you know concept and message between those two different music videos but it's the same set and i'm like oh spring day yeah in, in here but it has that card feel because of the neon lights so that i was getting so much in a lot of card mm-hmm. music videos so mm-hmm. i think they're staying brand- on brand you know for card <laughs> yeah and very, yeah. very card what's awesome about this concept and this message from card is that it's very directly playing up conflict between like male female relationship mm-hmm. like very directly mm-hmm. right that's so true that we see right. that chemistry between them yeah and we haven't I agree. seen that previously, I think, from Card. They are using their co-ed membership to the advantage. They, they are doing and it. And see, that's they what... They are using I, it. We've, we've critiqued that several times here on the K-Pop podcast. <laughs> yes, they, they, they should yeah. do that. Um, but now <laughs> that they... I must say, though, that <laughs> now that they have done that, I feel like yep. it feels a little forced. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, it's two guys, two girls. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. In, in terms of uh, Soman not quite you know giving him the chemistry that a lusting female might have <laughs> you know like mm. i think they're trying to show that but they could have gone further and i i can see that they're like everyone involved in it was feeling a little awkward <laughs> i don't know i, I kind of got that sense watching mm. it like they're not yet comfortable playing yeah that role. i think so too a little bit yeah. And well, they have gone on record in plenty of times on like interviews and stuff whenever they're asked that question yeah. and they're just like, We're all a family, like right. one of us is not gonna date yeah. each other. That's right. Yeah. But I wanna ship them and <laughs> I know it's so hard. Like I really wanna ship, ship them card so fan, hard Peter. card. You and every other card. <laughs> so I, I can't ship them unless they really go for it. And you know, they can yeah. say that they're acting. I'm fine with that if that's what they need to tell themselves. But they really need to yeah. go for it. And I feel like they're yeah. kind of holding themselves back because they're feeling like 
just a little adolescent about it, like in, in terms of how they act mm-hmm. it and, and their actual real chemistry. I, I don't think it's completely coming through. So that's where I got to ding mm-hmm. them for not. I like that they made that attempt, but I felt like the members, the actors weren't, <laughs> weren't going mm-hmm. for it completely. If I, if I remember, like, from watching their reality YouTube videos in America, like, a lot of the dualities are how they are in the video. It's usually JSF with Jiwoo and Soamin and BM. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just playing their cards right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and everyone, like, okay. groans, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Dad joke. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, for once it's neither Peter or I that comes up with a dad joke. <laughs> uh, I know. It's okay. Okay. Uh, shall we go on to the music, guys? Yeah, sure. The last time we reviewed That's Card, cute. we said, like, okay, this is it. K Tropical House is over. Now that we've got Ola Ola out, like, it's got to be on its way out. And behold, <laughs> nope. like, a couple months later, like, you know, two dozen K Tropical House songs come out and this one comes out. Mm. So I think we were <laughs> off on that estimation. Um, so. This is very tropical house. Did it work? I think it did. It was very card. Yeah. When I think of card, I think of this. But I really like mm-hmm. how Soman enters with a my love. It's just so mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I just love that. It just seeps into the video really nicely. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, great. I like it. It's very it's very card still, but a bit of a spooky twist. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I, I liked it. It gave me vibes of Don't Recall, but with a little more like I want to say passion in mainly the delivery of the vocals from the ladies Jibo Soman and then the raps from Jason and especially BM this time were a little more aggressive and I mean I understand why this song was chosen as a lead single because it carries that trademark card sound as you're saying Roman but for the next comeback I do want them to branch out and do something more similar to maybe like Into You or Trust Me off of the same album and show that they have mm. more range than just what they've come to be known for, which is this cardinal house yeah. formula. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Matt. But yeah, like, <laughs> what was it? One of their B-sides from, not this album, but the, the last one, uh, Feeling Good. Oh yeah, Feeling Good. Oh, yeah. That feeling good was also should really, have been really a title track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that that was more thrown in there just to acknowledge like hey you know this is acknowledging everything that we've done to date thanking our fans for you know getting us here mm-hmm. and, and for feeling good about all that but yeah that's that's what should have been the their debut single <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm a <class laughs> it, <agree> with that <laughs> if it was their debut it would not I would not see them as tropical oh <laughs> okay fair enough but Cardical. they've shown at least in their b-sides that they can do non-tropical house right and mm-hmm. I, we, I yeah. think we all agree that they succeed there. So in this case, mm-hmm. like, did it do it for you or not? Like, thumbs up, thumbs down on the music. Uh, pro- most definitely a thumbs up for me. Like, I do like the song. Yeah, in terms of, like, the audio, the music is pretty good. This has been one of the songs I've listened to over and over since it came out. I mean, like we've established, November's just been a crazy good month for K-pop. And this is definitely up there in terms of stuff I would not mind listening to over and yeah. over yeah i agree it's definitely typical card but i like the song i can't say i didn't i can't say i hate the song usually it takes me a while to like the song but i just like i liked it from the get-go right Uh, it was just something i like enjoyed one thing i forgot to have us cover in the concept what did you guys think of the dance oh it kind of reminds me of this video game kingdom hearts uh, um yeah there's like these nobodies that like dance like 
this and it kind of it kind of reminds me of like their dance like where they're trying to like use their arms really outward and it's kind (laughs) of like a monstery kind of feel i kept thinking that when i was watching it (laughs) (laughs) yeah the dance for me it looked uh pretty fun pretty interesting but at the same time it's like uh even though i could kind of see that they try to do something a little different it just this is going to sound weird, but looking at the dance, and especially when I looked at the choreography videos, it just it felt too too much like what I've seen before from yeah. Karn. Like, it's almost pretty much all the same when it comes to all the dances, which I feel kind of bad for because I want to like Karn right. more. Like, I just feel like, honestly, not to beat a dead horse, but them coming out with Onana as their very first song out there, which is pre-debut, I feel like set the bar too high because Onana is still my favorite dance from all of them. <laughs> I and, agree, one hundred percent, Matt. Yeah, and uh, like the honestly, the only thing for me that kind of like earns points with me in terms of the choreo is that looking at it in the music video version. Uh, shout outs to the effects and cinematography team or whoever it was that worked on it. There are certain sections of the dance where, uh, as many of Cars dances go, they throw their arms up and down. There are parts where when their arms go up, the lights turn on. When lights, when the arms go down, the lights turn off. So I thought oh. that was pretty cool. I never noticed but that. like as side mm. yeah it's these small details you gotta watch for a second third time however many times you watch the mv <laughs> but yeah i mean aside from that if i'm just looking only at the dance or even if they come out with a dance practice and i watch it to see see it more in a raw form i just honestly i feel like this is nothing too new from card and i want to see something different <laughs> yeah you, you can watch the dance version there's one version i think it's like their special clip on the one the k channel and they're all wearing their like sherlock home sort of outfits but oh yeah that like i saw that and i know what even i'm i'm recalling the comments specifically it was like listener louie like with a bunch of l's and o's and u's and e's but he said or he pointed out and he was citing um forma therapy a youtube channel he said what what was really good about card (laughs) at least for the choreography is that it's all the same because you have guys and girls coming together in a way that I wouldn't say is androgynous, but more like we are disrupting the model for how guys have to mm. be seen exactly one way, girls have to exactly be seen another, and they're coming together as one unit. But that said, looking at the choreo and the vocabulary of the moves, it's like you point out, Matt, it's like this is the same sort of card thing where they move their arms up in the way they do they bend their knees outward in the way they do and they sway left and right like they do in so many of their mm-hmm. other songs like um i don't think they can keep doing that yeah it's very much like they're kind of constrained in this box and their four-member group i think they could do it well kind of just going a little bit out yeah i it's almost ironic that as you mentioned matt oh no no was the most different of their choreo yeah because at least you had some twerking in that mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. you did but i thought that played off of it a little well you know in terms of Mm -hmm. like how the guys would lean back and the girls instead of twerk like yeah a lot of k-pop dance cover groups they all do that and that's all Mm -hmm. as a dj that's kind of fun to watch sometimes like just seeing everyone like clumsily trying to figure out like oh which role am i gonna play (laughs) and then doing it (laughs) all right so one to five on the concept how would you rate it one being less, five being highest. I give it a four. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, and that's that's a pretty good score. I, hmm, 
I guess if I had to jump in, I would also give it a four on the concept. Their execution, I would give it higher. I really like the message. If their execution was better, I would rate it a lot higher because of, you know, all these like junior amateur mistakes. Like when I was ballroom dancing with my partner, I had to like, you know, be hypersexual, right? And I was like, I'm like giggling like adolescent schoolboy. I was like, oh, I've got to touch a girl in this way. And like, you know, that was awkward at first, but you had to get over that. And you have to like, you yeah, know, go full throttle. And uh, they're not doing that. I'm not getting 100% in them committing mm-hmm. to it. So that's why, like, I still love the concept, but their execution of it is lacking. How about you, Matt? <laughs> uh, this is actually coming as somewhat of a surprise to me because both of you were a little more generous than I was. And I thought I was the biggest <laughs> card tool here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I actually, for the concept wise, I gave them like a high three. I think I settled on like a 3.75 or 3.8 just because. Uh, as I've said, like the dance, while it was still fun to watch, it was nothing new. And I actually, I'm with you, Peter, where I wish that there was more, especially in terms of the actual couple-ish interaction when it comes to the choreo, because they gave that to us in terms of music video and the story. But in the choreo itself, I don't see much of that, which you, which you always have critiqued card for. And especially this time around, I have to wholly agree with you on that front. I think yeah. what helped bump up the concept score pretty high on scale for me is the way that twist caught me off guard because i was like okay so this is some kind of like love slash not love oh shit they're dead what the heck <laughs> and i was like uh okay cool the creepy twist nice concept uh i i get it now you and me you and me really cool so uh final score i'll say 3.8 borderline four but 3.8 <laughs> Yeah, they gotta change their choreo. <laughs> Maybe if they didn't, if they weren't dead, they might have been better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, they're not dying. Actually, they're not dancing when they're dead. They're only dancing when they're alive. Yeah, this um, ain't thriller. We can't have dancing zombies. <laughs> oh, you can in like um, thriller. What? Yeah. Or oh Lovey no, Dubby. no. Uh, twice, twice, twice in Lovey yes. Dovey. Oh, yeah. See, okay. You can have dancing another K-pop though. like drinking <laughs> game cliche. Next time we do like a K-pop reaction, like drinking game. We've got to have like one box uh, for zombies. So right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, question for you both, though. Serious question. Mm-hmm. Um, if your partner doesn't shave you in the bathtub when you're dead, is it really true love? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no. Yeah. It's it's not. Yeah. So I. Mm, that's it's a, not true love. That's a pretty good question. I, I think I'm inclined to agree with Ramon and say no because yeah, I mean even if uh, even if a guy's dead, sometimes it got to look good, right? <laughs> You can't groom me when I'm dead. Then what what are we? What are we? (laughs) So I asked my wife this question and she's like, no, have you ever like dealt with a dead body? And she's a nurse, so she knows. But she's like, they they, they lock up and they also poop. So no. Oh no. no. I'm not sure what that says about that. But whatever. Um, The dirty reality. I changed my mind. Okay. uh, Music guys, one to five. I'm going to say again a four. I like the song. I like how Mm. it goes and starts with Soman and going like. Yeah. I just love that. I just love that. It just. It's great. Um, Also, with Jess's hard rap, it's more like powerful uh, compared to his other lyrical raps and different songs i feel like it gave more of his push bm gets a bit of his too when it's given his part but i liked jesus more and Jews gives that whole colorful feel as being the color joker yeah for sure definitely uh for me actually music was where it was like a little more uh 
nicer because I ended up giving them a four in terms of the audio. Because oh. like I said, I've been I've been blasting the song on repeat. It's actually probably one of the better car songs I've enjoyed in a while. No like, I, w- I would probably put it up there with Onana. I mean, honestly, Onana is just way too high a bar at this point. I don't think anything will ever match up to it that they do, but it's up there. And especially in this particular month of like how good the music has been, uh, good job to them for coming out with a uh, with a bop. <laughs> yeah. If you ask me, like a couple months ago and I my my past self asked my current self like does Card come out with another Tropical House song and I said yes and then my past self would be like oh that sucks you know I've got to give him like a <laughs> one or whatever right but guys I've become acclimated to K-Tropical House and I like <laughs> Tropical House now like it's really grown it on me. To you. Like mm-hmm. when I when we reviewed Ola Ola, like I had a ding it for that, but like Ola Ola is pretty good catchy song. Like I like it a yeah. lot more at least than I it when is. I first reviewed it. So for this one, it's a good tropical house song, but not their best. So it's a three point two for me. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> so guys, on the whole, is this song Daybuck or not? not? Um, I think it's Debak. Really like the pairing. Card is using their co-ed membership. Mm-hmm. Two guys, two girls. Really to their advantage with the whole um, duality part of Jessup and Jibu, Soman and BM. I just really like it. I like it a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. I can ship them, but it's kind of <laughs> like played out as not being too much of like adult kind of love more like an adolescent kind of thing um but yeah i think it's debak uh i like the song spooky field so tropical dances funky monster con like yeah i thought i think it's debak <laughs> yeah uh same for me debak i had my initial reservations but upon more listens and more watches it, it grew on me enough that it earned a debak <laughs> in my favor yeah it's debak for me enough said <laughs> Okay, well, that's it for this episode of the K-Pop Cast. <laughs> um, let's wrap it up. So, uh, it's been a while since we put out some episodes. I think we've all been kind of busy with a ton of different things, respectively. Um, so, we had a lot of feedback between last episode and this episode. So, let's. I'm just trying to call out one comment here. It comes from Twitter user C, just C period, at Rules for Cairo, Cairo. And she wrote or tweeted, just listen to your GOT7 episode and I'm shocked. You are <laughs> drew me into the band. I had only ever heard Just Right, but I'm obsessed with You Are. Bought the album based on it. And Matt, I know you, uh, yeah. you tweeted back at her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I, I saw that. And uh, we had a brief little exchange. And <laughs> it's just really funny because it's almost similar to me because I kind of knew of Got7 when they came out. Just Right was the song that got me into them. And then with this latest comeback for You Are, it's funny because at, as it stands right now, Just Right and You Are are my two favorite Got7 songs. So mm. <laughs> it's really cool to find another listener who's kind of on the same path as far as their discovery of Got7 is going now. And I'm glad that we could be that gateway for her to get into this awesome group. That's cool. Yeah, I think there's some grassroots movement for GOT7, even though I personally didn't like you are. Okay, so don't forget <laughs> to rate, review, and subscribe to the K-pop cast. Tell your friends. 
tell your friends who listen to K-pop that they should check out podcasts and they should subscribe to this one podcast called The K-pop Cast. Pro tips. <laughs> Um, so signing out, guys, let's let our listeners know where they can find you online and provide your answer to our sign-up question this week, which is, which music video did Card's duality concept better? Uh, don't recall or you and me. So, uh, Supermatic, I'll pass it your way first. All right. Well, everyone is more than welcome to find me online at Twitter, at Supermatic, which is S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. And for my money, I think you and me was better just because of that whole concept of a lover not being able to let go. But still, Don't Recall is pretty dope. How about you, Ramon? Where can everyone find you? Yeah, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is underscore Ramadeepman. If you spell my name, it's R-A-M-A-N-D-E-E-P-M-A-N-N. And I have to say that my favorite duality video of card is You and Me. Great shipping there with BM and Soman, as well as JSF and Jiwoo. And you can find me at DJ Peterlo. And my favorite was Don't Recall, because Matt, your nostalgia is just wearing on me and you blew my mind when we discussed that way back <laughs> when, like a year ago. Let us know what your answer to this week's question was, or what you thought of the episode, or where we got things wrong. Just give us a tweet <laughs> at the K-pop cast. Thank you all, and you've been listening to the K-Pop Castle. Catch you all next week. Woo! Thank you for listening. See ya. Take care. Bye. Bye.